the college experience SMU at Texas State preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a hundred percent deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. And for a limited time, get your share of $100 million in prizes once you enter the DraftKings free survivor pool. Download the DraftKings app and use the promo code SGP to get in on all the action over at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, NHL, MLB, and college football back in action? Well, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head over to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code SGP20. Finally, don't forget to sign up for the free roll football contest presented by us. Yes. We're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash contest. Welcome, welcome to the college experience SMU at Texas state edition. We're going to break down that game. My name is Colby Dant, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And yes, you got me breaking out. We got a fun filled weekend of football Thursday, two games, Saturday, a bunch of games, Monday on labor day, we got football. And this game resides on Saturday and I'm excited to bring it to you. The SMU uh, Texas state game. I can't wait for this matchup. SMU starting the, the season off. Obviously COVID adjusted all these things. They have three road games to start the season. Pretty impressive, but to SMU, I'm really excited to watch this team. Sonny Dykes, former Mike Leach guy, uh, really getting this program up off the ground. Went 10 and three a season ago, started out eight and oh, this SMU team coming off their first double digit win or their first double digit win season since 1984, when they had pony express and Dickerson and Craig James and Jerry ball and Michael Carter and company. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I mean, June Jones had some solid years there, but, but Dykes really getting it up and going in a main, one of the main reasons for that has been the play of Shane Bouchelle 
who's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, former Texas transfer. Um, this guy's a stud. I mean, this guy's been killing it. They've been he's been absolutely killing it since. Uh, I mean, look at this SMU high-powered offense. Finished seventh in the country in scoring, forty-three points per game last year. I mean, that's pretty fucking incredible. Uh, but Bouchelle, you got to wonder. You know, Ellinger's been been good at Texas, but you got to wonder if they made the right decision there because Bouchelle lit it up, threw for four over four thousand yards a season ago, thirty-five touchdowns. And this offense, look, I got news for you. It's yes, you'll lose your OC, Rhett Lashley, to Miami, where he's now with the Eric King and company. But I wonder, not to 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 bash Lashley, but I wonder how much of it was him. Sonny Dykes' background's been an offense. He was great. Uh, he had a great run at La Tech, Louisiana Tech, a while ago, and then he was all right at Cal. But he got things back on track at SMU, and you know, running this offense. I expect them to be loaded again. Now, sure. They lose both of their running backs. Xavier Jones and Freeman are gone, but sophomore TJ McDaniel should be the next man up. And once you're in this system, I don't even know that. I mean, yeah, obviously you want to get the best players you can, but just bringing back Shane Bouchelle and then four starters on the O line back circle that guys, whenever I'm looking to handicap games and, and especially coming into seasons, when you can find continuity between quarterback and four or five returning offensive linemen. That's always key. Always a stat to pay attention to. Uh, and then uh, from the skill positions, you have uh, some very elite wide receiver. I mean, what's his name? Reggie Roberson. Absolute stud at wide out. They got a really good tight end in Kylan Granson. This offense should still be smooth. Like I said, four to five offensive linemen led by, they have a great tackle in Jalen Thomas. Keep your eye out for him. Um, but yes, I, I think this offense should just pick up where it left off. I know they lost the OC. I know they lost the running backs, but trust me, I think this thing will be a fine tuned machine. Now, defensively, that's where things get a little different. All right. Because they were outside of the top a hundred in defense last year. That's, that's not too good. Even though they started out eight and no, but Memphis Navy and East Carolina, had huge games against SMU, even Florida Atlantic in the bowl game over. They all allowed over. I mean, they all had over 500 yards of total offense in five of the six last games. So you gotta, you gotta focus there and get, get better on the defensive side of the ball, especially as the season prolongs. Um, if I look at a position that, that I guess the one that stands out to me most is defensive back. I think they're best at defensive back, which makes sense because they practice with the, you know, air raid, uh, you got sever or safety, Trevor Denbo and corner Armani Johnson. Those guys are good. And they're also bringing in a, uh, UCLA transfer and Brandon Stevens. So the secondary, probably the thing that stands out most on this S or on this SMU team, defensive line would probably be second with the uh, Turner Cox. This guy's a pretty good, pretty good player. Hybrid defensive end, uh, had three and a half sacks, eight and a half tackles for loss. Uh, uh, 50 tackles and, and a, a good amount of forced fumbles there. And also Toby and Duque uh, on the D line should be good. I guess linebacker would be the glaring weakness on the defense. They still do bring back though, a good linebacker and Delano Robinson. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be They played Texas state last year, actually. And this one was at SMU and they won 47 to 17. Um, 
but that's, you know, I think there's a lot of reason that was not only their coach's first game at SMU or one of his first games at S or at, at, I'm sorry, not at SMU at Texas state. So now Jake Spavadol has had a year of experience now at Texas state before that was Everett Withers, the old JMU coach. So now you're entering year two, which I think really helps team kind of knows the whole objective now of what you're doing. Um, and they, f- I'm assuming they're going to go with the same quarterback. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see because last year they did bounce around a little bit with quarterback play, the Texas state Bobcats. They had uh Gresh Jensen, the Montana transfer. Cause he came with Bob Stitt, the OC who was the former Montana head coach and Stitt. Uh, he's gone now, by the way, just did one and done at Texas state, but they found Tyler Vitt because Jensen struggled. Jensen, five touchdowns, six picks. 1200 yards. Uh, but then they found Tyler Vitt and Vitt, although still not a great touchdown to interception ratio was the, the, the main guy for the rest of the season through for six, just about 1600 yards, uh, 11 touchdowns, 14 picks. That's a problem. Um, another thing is that he, well, at least he completed 64% of his passes, but only for six yards, a completion, uh, that was surprisingly better than Jensen, but not by much. Um, they're going to need to work on that. Now, I don't know if they're definitely going to go with, with uh Vit because they do have uh Brady McBride, a tr- uh, Memphis transfer at quarterback and Memphis has had a good stretch of quarterback. So perhaps they will go with McBride. I, I don't know uh, that will be interesting to see how that plays out because Vit's got the experience. McBride sat out last year was trying to, you know, as a transfer. So definitely was there to understand the offense and everything. Uh, another thing is that in this game, there's a 40% chance of rain when you have two teams that throw the ball the way, uh, you know, I guess Texas state probably doesn't throw the ball as well as they should, but they take a lot of shots, but SMU throws the ball all over the field. Rain might be a, a good neutralizer for Texas state. Um, Texas state's defense was not very good. They averaged 30, they, they averaged the opposing teams averaged 35.3 points per game last year. So it's going to be tough to uh, slow down this SMU offense. That should be, you know, even better in my opinion, despite losing the both running backs. Um, if you look at this team, I mean, geez, a hundred man. Gonna have to improve on the past defense. They were 121st in the nation. <laughs> Got to get better on the past defense side, which is not what you want to hear when you're playing SMU in the air raid. But Hey, you got to start somewhere. It was actually a decent first year. They went three and nine in their first year at believe it or not, was probably a little bit better than the years prior. They were more competitive. And another thing that I should note about this, uh, this Texas state team is I feel like I, when you analyze the roster, you go into each position, they're just transfers from every university here. We we mentioned Brady McBride, Memphis transfer, right? Um, then you got some, uh, wide receivers coming over from Washington state and drew Jackson. You got a wake forest transfer and Wade L Jones coming over Iowa state transfer and Tory Spears, all big targets coming over. Uh, they lose their top receiver from a season ago and Hutch white. Um, but they do bring back a couple guys that were there last year that were actually, you know, played from they're familiar with the system and Travis Graham and Javin banks at wide out. Um, the offensive line, uh, wasn't the best, (laughs) 
but uh, they do get a uh, transfer from Texas coming in. Once again, this team, you analyze this team and you just see transfers everywhere. The running backs, like I said, uh, it, uh, more transfers coming in there and Brock Sturgis most likely to be the guy starting out. He's an Arizona state transfer, but they also have an air force transfer in Marquise Brown and an Oklahoma state transfer in Jameel Jeter. Um, besides that, they do return a running back from a season ago and Robert Brown, who had just 161 yards in a score. Um, they got a guy who's kind of a hybrid, kind of a Glenn Milburn, Eric Metcalf type in Caleb Twyford. He actually led the team in rushing with 488 rushing yards and a, and a score, but he's more only mainly like kind of a slot receiver, but keep an eye out for him. He can, he can be explosive. Um, uh, six of the top eight tacklers and nine out of the top 13 tacklers are gone. Two ways to look at that. They were not good last year on defense, but you want experience and that experience is gone. Once again, one of the best ways to get some other experience is to go with the transfer route, which they bring in, uh, Maurice Wren, a linebacker transfer from La tech, Louisiana tech. They also bring in a couple safeties with Texas tech transfer, Christian Taylor and Iowa state transfer Tory Spears. Um, yeah, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that. They got some skill positions. It's going to be interesting to see. I think they're going to start McBride because I trust Memphis's system. This guy's probably more capable, probably fits more with Spavitol's system. Offensively, they have good skill positions. Can the O-line keep, you know, keep them in these games is the real question. They got a good guard in Eddie Rivas, but besides that, it's a lot of question marks. Defensively, I guess if I had to analyze this roster, this might favor them a little, or this might help them some. I feel like they're best at, the secondary with Jaron Morris, a, a corner. This kid can play 63 stops, 49 in the open field, only five, nine, one but the kid can play. Then they got on the other side of that. They got another corner in Cabril winters and a safety, Kevin Anderson. So the secondary, probably the best thing. Second best thing is probably their defensive tackles, not even their DNs, the defensive tackles and Nico is and KV on Patton, both upperclassmen, both defensive tackles that are, are pretty efficient. Can they get to the quarterback is the question. The DNs are going to have to to really step up and play some good ball. And a linebacker, once again, would be the thing I circle. You're going to need that lot tech transfer to come in and play some good ball. Um, Vegas. Vegas has the line at. Let me look at this thing. I want to be as up to date as possible because believe it or not, these college football lines have been moving around quite often. Um, okay. Currently SMU minus 22 and a half. Mm. It's a lot of points, man. I know that this offense is going to be loaded, but I actually think Spavital is going to have this Texas state offense better than they were last year. It's going to go out on a whim and think that uh, I'm going to ride Texas state in the points backdoor cover here. I think SMU is going to light it up but I think the second team will be in third and fourth quarter, late in the third. And then, then in the fourth quarter, Texas state will get some, some, uh, some plays downfield, get some points backdoor cover this thing. I know I'll say this. I don't feel great about this game, but 
if I gun to my head, I'm going, give me Texas state and the points. Patty C is back in me. He's taking Texas state and the points. However, NC Nick is going with SMU minus the points. Now I'll say this, man, when I look at here's why I think you should take Texas state. And this is why I am, you know, I'm going to bet all these games because I'm a maniac and I've missed football. Um, but as I pull up SMU's schedule from a season ago, give me a second here. Um, I, they played in a lot of close games. They played in a lot of close games. So if this, if this Texas state team can just improve a little bit now, to be fair, one of the games that was not close that they played in was the Texas state game where they won by, uh, you know, 30 points, but that was, uh, Jake Spavadol's third game coaching at Texas state. I feel like the team is better than they are. They were then, but if you look elsewhere, I mean, well, then they did beat North Texas by what? Uh, 22, which I'd say Texas state on, I think North Texas is still better, but more similar to that now. So that would be right on the mark. Uh, but look, they had, they, they had an o- triple overtime game with the Tulsa golden hurricane. They won by seven at Arkansas state. They uh, had an eight point game to an ECU team. That wasn't great. Um, and they lost the Florida Atlantic in the Boca Raton bowl. Give me Texas state to, to, to backdoor cover this thing. Like I said, I, this is not one of my favorite plays for the weekend, but gun to my head. Um, uh, give me, I think the final score of this game is going to be like SMU 55. Give me Texas state to get, 35, 55, 35. How about that? Heard it here first on the, co- this special edition college experience SMU at Texas state. Actually. And another thing I'm not even thinking about when I do this, another reason you want to take Texas state is that 40% chance of rain. You let rain happen. I believe the air raid will struggle a little bit more, more opportunity for Texas state to stay in the game and cover this line, take Texas state in the points, despite what NC Nick believes. We'll see. Not one of my favorite plays of the weekend, but, but uh, I am going to bet Texas state. So you heard it here first. My name is Colby Dant, AKA the Dantabase, AKA pick D. You can follow me on Twitter at the Colby D. You can follow Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. He'll be in for ne- the next episode or so. Uh, and you can follow NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. This is the college experience guys. We'd really appreciate you subscribing to this, telling some friends about this podcast because we you know, put a lot of effort into this. And, and, uh, actually, if you're really swift, you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We'd really, really appreciate it because that's how we get sponsorship. They look at the comments. They say, Hey, people are listening to this thing. They seem to like these idiots. Boom. Let's give them money. Right. And then you hear more breakdowns of all these games. So please, if you can, uh, do that. So, uh, yeah, but we are a part of the or the, uh, the sports gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network. You can follow them on Twitter at the SGP network. Check out that Mike Leach podcast. We just dropped great stuff over here. All right, guys, this is the college experience SMU at Texas state style. You better start thinking about yours and we out.